Hey everybody, Alex Jabali here. It's March 20th, 2020. I know this is the first uh, podcast you've heard in a long time since probably last July when I last had Kenny Omega and Michael Nakazawa when they were settling into Orlando. But a uh, very special occasion, I guess you could say, uh, not in a positive way, but it has been a crazy 2020 so far to say the least. If this is your first time hearing one of my podcasts, they're usually, you know, just straight up, no editing, nothing special, just me talking about what's been going on in, in the world of gaming and travel and work and events. Um, but obviously this one is to hopefully help other organizers uh, understand what I went through, other attendees understand what I had to go through and had to keep the show going, especially with the time frame we had. But um, it's, uh, yeah, I'll recap 2020 so far. It started off the first event I did was uh, Anime Ascension over in California. And then I stayed in California, did DreamHack Anaheim, their first time over on the West Coast, which was awesome. Uh, and then following that, uh, I went to Chicago two weekends in a row. First time was um, for AEW, one of my new favorite pay-per-views of all time, uh, Revolution, which was awesome. Got to hang out with uh, my friends over AEW and, and enjoy myself before everything started getting crazy with COVID-19. And the week after that, uh, I flew home. I didn't stay in Chicago, but I went back to Chicago for the Mortal Kombat World Finals that were taking place. And that's where everything started to become a real situation with COVID-19. And they had to cut the event off to the public, uh, which was pretty crazy, especially, you know, on the time frame that they were forced to do it. Everyone thought things would be okay. And they've just collectively been getting worse all over the world. And me leading into Dreamland was excited, uh, looking forward to it. Tong Lee, my right-hand man now, uh, was handling staff. All the volunteers were excited. Attendees were excited. And we were probably going to head up to about 1,800, 2,000 attendees for the second time I've ever done a Smash-only event because this year, as most of you know, I moved it back to Orlando for a year at the Wyndham with a smaller venue. So I wanted to kind of give each game its time to shine in its own space and, and you know, go from that. And now uh, everything's in jeopardy the rest of this year. Uh, so with Dreamland, this is what this podcast is mostly going to be about. Um, I want a tongue on here, but he's still recovering from the event, relaxing. Um, I finally caught up on the majority of all the hard stuff of refunds, paying out staff. Uh, the prize money went out right away, all that stuff. So I want this podcast to make people understand the hell that I went through mentally, the pressure I was under, the pressure of canceling and then affecting every single person involved with the event, uh, the pressure of not canceling and making sure everything still went off without a hitch, you know, and uh, I've been through a lot of challenges in my career, so so to speak, with running tournaments, and I still love it as much as I do as the first day, and, you know, five, ten years from now, when I start doing CO trivia, I'd be like, in what year did Jabali replace another event that got canceled? 2010. It's like, in what year did that idiot wrestle with a torn Achilles and, and, you know, and teamed up with New Japan Pro Wrestling and then what year AEW and then what year did Jabali run an event at the start of a pandemic? So, uh, you know, we're learning a lot, especially as a, a world and seeing how people actually quarantine or stop spreading stuff. Um, fortunately for me, I feel amazing a week after the event. I don't feel as good as I normally have been because my gyms are closed. So I've been uh, impromptuing uh, workouts out of my house. And so I'm gonna, once I finish organizing, and cleaning up from the event because I haven't unpacked until literally an hour ago on Friday from the event because I literally was at my computer almost 20 hours a day just handling refunds and dealing with everything because I wanted to be past this event. Um, and so the best way that I'm going to be able to describe everything to you is actually going back to my Twitter, which I pretty much documented every major step of this whole thing happening. 
Um, and it, it was crazy. You know, I'm glad everyone got home safe. I checked in all the Japanese international people. Um, you know, a lot of people rightfully so canceled. I wasn't forcing anybody to still come. I, you know, happily, I usually give full refunds for all my events. I think I've been one of the first to actually be very, um, uh, giving in that aspect. Now, if you, you know, cancel for uh, a not good reason a week before, and I've already ordered all your stuff, I have to take out like 10, 15 bucks to cover everything I've ordered. Um, obviously with this situation, you know, full refunds, no problem. And unfortunately PayPal has changed their stuff to where you lose like $3 in fees per refund. They'll keep those fees. You get, you give them the full amount and then you're losing like three bucks a refund. So, you know, 300 bucks to go away if you have a hundred refunds. Um, so it was, you know, crazy to say the least, but I'm going to go back. You know, I was in Chicago the week before, experienced this firsthand from a bigger company, uh, you know, having to shut things down to the public in fear of spreading the start of this virus. And me, like most of you, uh, you know, didn't think much of it at first. I'm like, you know, it's no different than a flu. This happens all the time. H1N1. Nobody talked about that. But obviously with social media, it's bigger than ever and how quick everyone's discussing. Uh, but, you know, with it being a... Uh, election year, then, you know, I'm like, this is more politics than anything else. But it's, you know, gradually gotten worse and worse. And now obviously, I take it seriously. I've been mostly avoiding my parents just in case something did come to me over the last weekend, but still feel great, thankfully. Um, you know, no loss of energy, none of that stuff, the symptoms that a lot of people have been experiencing. So uh, hopefully that's the case for all the attendees that came because at the time of when people were flying down, there wasn't a single case in Orlando. Disney World was still open. I was making the joke, like, if Disney doesn't shut down, nothing will. Well, you know, I'll go step by step through this, but I'm going to scroll through my tweets, basically. Right now, I'm back to like March 6th, you know, dealing with up at Mortal Kombat and being there, um, which again, was crazy. That was the first event in our world of the FGC going, wow, this is affecting events now and affecting people involved. Um, so... You know, leading up to usually CEO, the week before is when all the badges start coming in, the apparel, shirts, keychains, all that stuff start coming to my house, badges, lanyards. Uh, thank you, uh, Astro Gaming, where they're our year sponsor for the whole year uh, with all their awesome headsets and giving out to the players. So everything's already ordered before I even can think twice of what's going on with COVID-19, how serious it's getting. So I've already invested everything financially into what we need to make this event a success. The AV was ordered. Uh, all my staff hotels were booked, all that stuff. So fortunately, this happened during Dreamland, which, you know, is about a fourth of the scale of what the big CEO is. So uh, in terms of preparation, you know, I, I have a standard that, you know, thankfully over the years has gotten better with my attendees, my staff, uh, that we just know how to run really fun events and know what matters being on time and everything ready to go, answering your questions, always being transparent and helping people. And Dreamland is an event that brings a lot of uh, new kids and moms because obviously Smash is a big deal. And, you know, Nintendo is a big proponent of Dreamland. They had an online series to send out four players, which ended up, uh, you know, because of COVID, did not want to travel and ended up getting reimbursements uh, for the trips uh, from Nintendo. And they were super supportive behind the scenes, you know, checking in on me, which was awesome. Uh, you know, see how you're holding up, uh, you know, giving me tips on how uh, for sanitation and, you know, passing around and making sure people know to wash their hands more often. So leading into the event, it started to kind of untrickle. Um, or, you know, unravel to the craziness that it became. And it was at a point of no return. Like if I had canceled the event before it happened, I would have lost pretty much everything, giving everybody refunds. That would have been at least, let me do the realistic math. If we had about 1300, you know, it was about like a hundred thousand dollars is already into this event. Now it doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're a guy like me who 
basically puts everything into each event, hoping that it succeeds and, you know, at least breaks even, um, you know, I'd be lying if I said CEOs weren't successful. They have been very successful. Um, but that success I put back into the, the event and hire more staff and pay more people. My year to year salary comes from companies like DreamHack and freelancing other events. CEO does give me some to, you know, have fun with. I consider it bonus money, but um, it's not my main source of income. Uh, so fortunately, uh, you know, I'm okay after this, but for me to do everything I did, I would have had to put personal money in. I would have had to go bankrupt and lose everything and just be too scared shitless to ever do events again uh, in case something like this happens. And I already have, you know, like the last five years, uh, next five years of CEO signed um, between Orlando and Daytona. And I'm already looking at 2025 for hotels near Disney World, all kinds of crazy shit that I plan so far out because I love what I do and I love what it does for people. So that was one of the you know reasons. Um, the other reason I'll get to in a minute, which is called force majeure for a lot of contracts, basically an act of God or something happening that cancels the event. You're not liable for all that money uh, in the hotel or empty hotel rooms and stuff. I was still on the cusp of any kind of government shutdowns or Disney closing. So if I had done that, I probably could have worked something out, but it would have been like a year or two years of, you know, lawyers involved and legal. And I'm just like, let me just get through this event. Let's survive this event. Let's do it. So I don't have to deal with all that, you know, just be upfront and talk to them, not get lawyers involved and just go through all this stuff. That's going to hold me back for the next two, three years mentally. Um, and you know, uh, obviously I don't want anything bad to happen to my attendees. I don't know if you followed me for years, but always been number one on security. You know, when we had the Paul shooting two weeks later, CEO and people were too afraid to travel and we stepped everything up and had a great event. Nothing happened. Uh, you know, uh, security in general, I've always stepped up. I I'm getting tired of the uh, people that will harass people online or, you know, uh, just say the wrong things or uh, pose a threat. So I always deal with banning people. I God, especially in the smash community, no offense to you guys love you so much, but always something happening in your world that I have to deal with locally. Um, so just all these things I have to think about leading into these events. And now I have, I'm at the beginning of a pandemic, so I'm going to keep scrolling. I'm still at March 6th. I've tweeted more than ever, you know, great deep dish in uh, Canada. Um, so I was there, I was actually, I was at the start of this, I was actually going to the Mortal Confines to hang out with Rick the Hadu, who runs Combo Breaker, um, who's been with me every step of the way since 2012 with CEO and Combo Breaker and anything FGC. And he was going to come to the event. We were going to hang out, finally get to hang out outside of working an event, enjoy Mortal Kombat, enjoy Spawn. And then Monday was going to drive back with him to Minnesota, meet his, uh, uh beautiful, uh, daughter, Tierra Winter. And then uh, I was going to fly back Tuesday night, Wednesday, you know, start preparing Dreamland and stuff. That all went to shit. You know, he couldn't come anymore uh, because everything going on, the event shutting out of the public. Um, I ended up finding a Frontier flight home and I refuse, absolutely refuse to fly Spirit. There was a $25 flight home from Spirit. You couldn't pay me a million dollars in free flights for life to fly Spirit. So I refused. So I went with Frontier to pay for my bag and everything was like 150 bucks. Everything else I normally fly, American or Delta, was like 500 Monday to get home or 26 50 bucks, you know, on Tuesday. So things were just de-escalating price-wise, everything going down, everyone's in a panic. So, you know, Monday comes along, I end up getting a flight back home. I'm like, all right, let's let's see what's going on. And every single day since I was in Chicago, I'm calling the hotel, I'm like, hey, is the city going to shut anything down? Are you going to cancel my event? What can I do? I need to be prepared. Like I don't want any surprises because, you know, if I have to cancel, I have to cancel if I'm being forced to by the city. Nothing, you know, it was like, no, you're fine. You know, this isn't uh, an acting force majeure or anything yet. 
you know, so I was on the hook for all these hotel rooms, about 70, 80 grand. It went up because more people canceled. Um, and so mentally I'm like, Jesus, is this one event going to be the end of CEO all because of the pandemic and, you know, the hotel and stuff when I have so many more plans coming into effect. Um, so it was crazy. So yeah, March 7th found a hundred dollar flight on frontier, went home and flights were Tuesday, but I just want to get home. So I didn't wait another day or anything. Uh, you know, joking about taxes being more, um, Harry Carey Steakhouse in Chicago. Awesome place. So if you're ever in Chicago, definitely check them out. I, I hear they're overrated because all the celebrities go there, but I really enjoyed it. So, but yeah, you know, just dealing with everything, we were ready to go. Uh, Tong had all the staff ready to go. All the rooms were booked uh, that I handle and just, we were ready for dreamland. And that's when Monday hit Tuesday hit and the news came out, just, you know, stop, uh, recommendation, stop going to crowded stuff and all that, but nothing, uh, in Florida yet. Florida hadn't been hit yet. And I'm just like, oh, is this really happening now? Like, I just want to survive this week. And so it was just a, every minute by minute was wondering what was going to happen. Um, still, uh, yeah. So, you know, when I went to RD uh, Chicago O'Hare Airport, it was empty. My flight was full. Luckily, there was an empty seat beside me, so I wasn't close to anybody. Um, but I fly all the time. I always take precautions. I always wipe down my seat with wipes, um, hand sanitize, never touch my face or anything like that unless I've washed my hands. And wash your face a lot, too. That actually helps a lot. So, um, so I got home. Orlando Airport was empty, you know, came home to a couple packages, Exceed Games just released Grand Blue Fantasy, sent me a special edition, soundtrack's awesome, so if you haven't checked out that game, give it a shot, um, and then my sister and nieces came down from Dubai, because their school shut down for an entire month, so they were supposed to come like March 25th, and I was ready to hang out, like after Dreamland, I had a month and a vacation planned to Japan and Korea, which right now is pretty much done, um, so you know, I had a month to relax after just nonstop the beginning of the year and then take, uh, take some time off and then get ready for DreamHack Dallas, uh, which was the end of May. Uh, and now they've actually officially postponed it till August, mid-August. So now I have like three months of downtime uh, while I still work on paperwork leading up to the events, figuring out what I'm going to do. And I literally turn the news on every day, pay attention. But like when you drive around, people are wearing masks, you know, people are being cautious, but it's like normal. The, the traffic is way down, but people are still around. You don't see everybody scared. You see families going through Walmarts. Um, you know, I went through today, checkout line literally took like two minutes. It wasn't that bad. Uh, but everybody wiping everything down. It's just, it's, this is almost a rude awakening on how dirty things are and how we can clean it up. And who knows, maybe America turns into just as amazing and clean as Japan is. Like you go to Japan, it's just spotless everywhere you go. So, uh, and one of my favorite places. So I was excited for a genuine vacation was going to, you know, relax, you know, check on emails, all that stuff. But, uh, you know, so the week starts, my sister comes down. Um, and then, you know, one of my first tweets was, uh, March 9th, I was processing, uh, you know, refunds already, uh, cause people were starting to get instantly scared. Like right away, once the news started blowing up and everything, people were like, I can't come. So I'm like, uh, you know, March 9th, I'm still processing refunds up until tomorrow for any players wishing not to travel. Let me know. And I gave tomorrow not to cut it off, but I have to get ready for the event. I can't sit there all day and, you know, on the computer dealing with this, but, uh, you know, I'm letting people know everything's set to go. So if you're coming, you're coming. Um, you know, and I'm dealing with a ton of mental pressure and weight on my shoulders, seeing people too scared to travel and I'm being hit hard financially because of the timing, but I just want a smooth event, like at all costs, if I lose money, I don't care. I just want the event to go off without a hitch and everyone to walk away and going that, that was a weekend I needed. I had a good time. So, uh, you know, and then a couple things, I'm still going to the gym every day or trying at least, uh, you know, keeping up with that. And then, um, yeah, uh, March 9th again, uh, you know, 
that was like Tuesday. I'm already getting emails from events and hotels or hotels wanting more events this year. Like, Hey, a lot of people are canceling and pulling out. Do you need any space for practically free? And just that's when you're starting to realize how much of an effect this thing is having when you can't do any kind of gatherings or event planning and it's just hurting everything. So, you know, Tuesday really just started to see it all. And this is as I'm getting ready for the event and Tong's coming over, making sure we have everything ready uh, with the staff and scheduling and all that. And this is when, uh, you know, Tuesday people are really scared and they don't want to come. And that's where I'm starting to get asked, like, can you cancel this event? And I just, it wasn't out of stubbornness. It was out of the fact that I would disappoint so many people. And if people still want to come, I still want to be there for them. And again, contractually obligated that the hotel, I can't just go, all right, it's canceled. And then just lose everything in one shot, you know? Uh, and then March 9th, still getting all the, uh, you know, reservation, uh, uh, I'm sorry, refunds putting in March 9th was shoot. That was all still last Monday. Right. So Monday night, uh, Dreamland uh, equipment comes from Gaming Gen from Wisconsin. Brandon, who's an amazing asset to this community, who drives his truck with all their equipment. You know, he's coming down. So I've already invested like 15 grand in all this equipment to make sure the event runs, you know, 40 Nintendo Switches. They still have all the CRT TVs. So all this stuff is already paid for on its way. And I can't cancel on a vendor like that, that, you know, my, their pay is, uh, you know, relying on this event happening, uh, with all these other events getting canceled, like they're affected all these guys that are making sure these events, uh, uh, run are you know, being affected by this and have way less events to deal with now. So, uh, you know, met with the Wyndham on March 10th, Tuesday, I drove over there and I said, Hey, I need to know what is going on. Um, and you know, they just had a chess tournament with a thousand plus and everything was fine. Uh, they bumped up sanitizers everywhere. Uh, you know, soap was everywhere, uh, recommendations to, you know, keep it not a distance, sorry, but you know, use, wash your hands and all that. But yeah, they were putting sanitizers up at every corner of this hotel, whether it was automated or, you know, whatnot. Um, this is all on Tuesday. Well, I'm also dealing with Super League, which is a uh, a contract I took uh, for Amateur League with 16 different cities uh, to have 5v5s. And we're actually down to the final four teams. And this has been happening since January, uh, working with amazing TOs to support them and have this be a part of it. So that was Tuesday, still dealing with that. We actually delayed this week. Um, because of everything going on. Uh, and now, you know, we want all the players to be in the same spot, but because of COVID-19, they're allowed to all play from home. So that'll be next Tuesday, which I'm looking f- excuse me, forward to. We have Houston. Um, shoot, it's Houston, Phoenix, New York, or the uh, Brooklyn with uh, with that arcade up there. Sorry, Henry Sen. And um, Atlanta. So four great teams. You know, the, the TOs really put in a lot of effort to get their players together. So that'll be next Tuesday, which I'm excited for to see who ends up taking it. Um, so yeah, that was going on. I'm checking, you know, how's everything going? Um, and then March 10th was Tuesday where I was literally the, the, the issue with smash EG is when you fix stuff on the fly, it kind of ruins everybody's seating and seating with smash is a really big deal. If you don't do it right, or you'll get so many complaints. And obviously even with a pandemic about to begin, you know, everyone's still complaining about their seating and stuff. So I'm telling Tong and arguing with Tong, like, guys, we need to just remove all these people. I don't want all these people in brackets where the staff is like DQ, DQ. It just ruins it. It's like, well, if we change anything. So we agreed Tuesday to just cut off any changes, just leave players in and then I'll deal with the refunds afterwards. Well, Tuesday, uh, you know, and Tong is spending hours on hours uh, with Alicia and other uh, organizers in Florida with seating. 
um, to you know update everything with all these top players dropping. Wednesday, Thursday, it just so many were dropping that we had to just redo everything, which while I'm dealing with the hotel and setup, they're dealing with all the seating, making sure we're good to go for Friday. But like Wednesday, Thursday, we just, we had to kind of open it back up and not add more people, but take people off and change up the seating. And a lot of the players that could have made like, you know, just keep the res- uh, the registration money, which was super helpful. Um, so yeah, like, you know, blue, uh, blue suit Fox, shout out to Jabali for refunding players for potential sickness scares. I will be attending, but can't tell you how frustrating it was getting pneumonia days before another event, uh, right across Wisconsin. Some, something I had trained for all year and them not offering a refund or voucher to the next year. So, you know, a lot of events rely on that registration money to keep things afloat. Um, like I said, you know, if you're not coming to my event, you deserve a refund to the best of my ability. So it just, was crazy. All this money is about to just be just disappear from, you know, people not being able to attend. So I'm just making sure everything's good, you know, posting the <laughs> keychain uh, on Tuesday that came in and the the pin, the CO Dreamland stuff. Uh, you know, March 10th, my usual can this month be all over already, which I actually look forward to doing events, knowing that, you know, everything's good to go and people are going to have fun. And, you know, I play a bit of ultimate and melee, I enter the tournaments and people love it when they see me, you know, the, that's the guy who runs the thing. He actually plays with us, you know, so it gives a whole new appreciation, but, um, March 10th, you know, Tuesday also for the sake of my team's sanity with the extra load of everything happening. If I receive any more refund requests, they'll have to wait until next week and we will not be removing any more players. We'll just have our judges aware to DQ. And after that, obviously, I had to go back on that and just keep taking people out up until like Thursday night. So, uh, you know, then we had Tuesday, we had the brackets. We were going to have them up like Sunday for people uh, to see what time they played because, you know, the pools, they scattered throughout the day. And we had to, uh, you know, <laughs> keep delaying finishing it up because of everything's going on. So Tong puts out the pools. Uh, we let everybody give their feedback. A lot of, you know, I'm playing my buddy that I always come with, the usual. And then obviously, yeah. Um, you know, and then uh, people always DM me like, hey, my seating's not good. Just fill out the damn form. When the TO puts up the request stuff, you know, just follow directions and do it that way. Because then if I have all these different avenues of people messaging me, I can't keep up and I can't keep track. So March 11th comes Wednesday. This is my last day to get in a good workout. Um, I get hit by a car in the damn parking lot. Uh, not as serious as I make it sound, but I'm literally getting out of my car to go work out. And a guy in a Toyota Corolla, I literally from the corner of my eye, see him getting into the car, not thinking he's going to back up, like he's going to get in the car, hook up his phone, whatever. Within seconds of getting in the car, car, he backs up. I literally on reaction, very fast still, like literally stick out my right hand and like punch the back of the car to stop and I left a ding in the car I hurt my wrist I had to wear a wrist strap over the weekend uh and he was super apologetic we didn't get insurance involved I'm like dude just you know you must have been in a hurry but you know next time watch out or beep if you're gonna back up so fast so so I still go work out uh had to lighten the weights because of what happened um you know and that I was like oh is this week gonna get any worse and stuff so um, yeah. And then that was, you know, the day before we announced Astro. So skip to March 11th, um, which is, you know, Wednesday, uh, Astro and I announced, and we've been working on this for weeks, but with everything going on, we kind of waited. And then, uh, Puna, I go pick up Puna who designs all my meme pictures with a Jabeta face and he made Jabeta hand sanitizer pictures, you know, uh, what does this say? Let's see. Kills most germs, not your game. Like just, he has so much fun with that stuff. And, uh, yeah, I had Mike, you know, make a custom one with 65% alcohol, follow the details. We used it mostly for staff, but and it was a little, little liquidy, uh, but it, people loved it. I had a nice scent to it and, uh, something to just supplement all the other sanitizers and washing your hands. So, um, but yeah, thanked Astro. 
uh, <laughs> you know, after I posted the picture, so many tweets, I swear on everything. I'll support Jabali and see you until I die. We must protect this man. Um, Wednesday, because the hotel was empty, everything was already set up. The ballroom was set up. You know, everything was good to go. The stages, projectors. Um, so I'm there Wednesday. I'm moving into the hotel, and it's only like a mile and a half from my house. But I like to stay at the hotel. That way I can just wake up and run over if something's going wrong. Uh, and I usually don't sleep anyways. Um, you know, checking in, just announced juke.gg was, uh, you know, hosting all the channels on their page. A really great centralized, like, esports to include all the Twitch channels, know what to watch, upcoming matches. So we excited to work with them. Them. Uh, actually, the guy in charge of them, Juke.gg, Fishsticks, is the one who is the reason I have a global emote debated. So, um, yeah, you know, and then just stocking up the room. I go to Walmart. My sisters and nieces are there. And we run into each other. Um, so, you know, March 11th. And then I, I made a tweet, obviously, definitely changing my refund policy for CO events after this weekend to at least keep any fees or costs for the items order. I've been really lenient, but it's starting to take a toll when people, people are like rude, like, I want my money back. Like, come on, guys. Do you see what I'm going through? Like, uh, there was like 20 grand in lost revenue. Uh, and to, to some like CEO, that doesn't sound like a lot, but that takes out a big chunk of what was already planned for the event, what was already paid for. So this is where it's starting to get into like scary territory for me. Like, is this about to just ruin everything and have to cancel? And I'm still asking the hotel, like, are we good? Are we good? Um, and still no outbreaks in Orlando or anything. Uh, you know, or, and obviously, uh, if money wasn't involved and I just could go canceled and disappoint people, I would have done it. But because this would have hurt so many people involved, it was just such a tough decision for me to just ride it out and people had already been traveling. So, uh, you know, Wednesday I'm wishing everyone just please, uh, take care of yourself, stuff like that. Um, you know, uh, yeah, COVID-19 CDC starting to become more prevalent in people's lives. Uh, and that's where, um, I made the tweet. I've never asked for a donation in my life for CEO. And this is how, you know, things were serious where I was starting to take a big hit. Um, you know, and financially, and I just, I wanted the event to survive on its own or not affect everything else I'm doing the rest of the year, which, you know, everything's up in the air now. Uh, excuse me while I take a sip. And so I'm just like, I got to carry through this event, you know, and people, I had already staffed gaming. Jen was there. Like, can't tell these people you don't come and then go, I can't pay you anything because, you know, I didn't use it and stuff like that. So a lot of pressure on me and, you know, this is where I'm posting, um, everything going on and what, oh, it's cause it's my pin tweet. So this is March 11th. This is Wednesday night. I've never asked for a donation drive in my life. And I'm just putting out a simple tweet saying, hey, this is what's going on. If you'd like to support the event, make sure. I thought nothing would come of it. And then it just blew up my phone and, and took off. And every major player that's ever been a part of CEO is like, guys, we got to make sure he stays afloat. And obviously, a lot of events are being struggled. I'm nobody special. But just to see all the donations that came in that helped. And I still haven't honestly totaled them up yet. I've still been working on refunds and making sure everyone else has paid off. And then seeing what's left and just seeing the messages of how much CEO had an effect on people, how happy they are to keep it alive. Like, it just, I was like, guys, we just, we got to pull through. We got to do this. I got to fight to, you know, live to fight another day. Um, and I'm asking people to share their CEO moments. If I click that, I'll lose where I'm at on these old tweets. But yeah, uh, you know, and then uh, people are asking like, is June canceled yet? I'm like, guys, it's three months away. Let's see where things end up. Obviously, I'm, I'm getting refund requests even for that event this far out. So Hopefully for the world's sake, everything's better, but learning what I have from this past weekend, like it just, it's going to help a lot of people, 
uh, and you know, just seeing where it goes. But if I, if this happened during like CEO, which would have been like four times the size, I would have been crippled, uh, financially and just, and so much, uh, worrying about and just filing for bankruptcy and going, all right, can't do any more events under CEO brand either. Wait a few years for my credit to come back up or just walk away. And you know, that's hard for me to, that's a tough pill for me to ever swallow. So, uh, you know, the donations were coming in. This is Wednesday night. I'm like, who donated eight ninety five? Everyone remembers that reference from Canada Cup. Um, but, you know, even uh, some Brawlhalla players were donating uh, that couldn't make it anymore and stuff. So a lot of people were starting to come out uh, or speak up and ask like, hey, uh, still going to be there, still going to support you. You know, this is just a flu and none of us are taking this seriously and how it could spread. Um, you know, a lot of it could be hyperbole from the media really pushing it out there. Uh, you know, like I said, fortunately, I still don't feel anything in a negative effect from the event. Uh, but just it's starting to become real thing and people are starting to get really scared and not want to leave. And uh, you got to take that seriously now. Just if Dreamland was this coming weekend, I would have canceled it. No question. Right. Would not have had a choice. Would have just suffered through it, you know, and dealt with it. But because it was just on that cusp where the legalities of it just weren't there for to save my ass, I just was stuck. And it was just mentally exhausting like wednesday i think me and tom got into an argument where he's like can't be an asshole to people I'm like dude you know what i'm going through you know so he kind of kept me afloat there when i was about to just like just be like screw it i quit you know stuff like that but you can't so now that it happened i like look back and like well i'm ready for this to happen again you know so just experience goes a long way in teaching you stuff so uh you know so donation drive goes up um, you know, and people were like, you know, CEO has one of my best memories. I, I can only give you five bucks, but thank you. And even if I got a dollar, the funny part about the dollar donations, PayPal still takes out like 34 cents. Uh, so, you know, losing a little bit of fees, but uh, you know, 66 cents is more than zero cents. So a lot of this is like just making sure that I can survive this week and, and get things through. So, you know, I'm just doing like, have no words for all the help. Um, you know, and I wanted to be there for the contractors, like my photography team that isn't going to have any events for a couple months. This is their last paying job, you know, for a, a probably a long while. So it wasn't just me financially. I was thinking about 20, 30 people that relied on me, staff, the streamers were bringing four or five people each, like all of them are relying on this event to succeed at least financially. And they're all taken care of now because of the donations and all that. So um, I took a hit personally. I had to actually inject some of my own personal funds into this. Still don't have the final numbers by throwing like literally all my savings of like 10 grand just to make sure everybody was paid out and I, that I could process the refunds. Now, after I go through the donations, I'll see where everything stands. But you know, it was hard, man. You know, I've seen a lot of other can uh, events cancel and I feel so damn bad for them because they had to just had no control. They had to, they're not even uh, for a couple more weeks or this weekend and they just had no choice but to cancel and deal with the repercussions. And I'll tell you, there's no easy click and refund everybody at once. You got to go through every single transaction, uh, you know, through these companies. And then Stripe takes a few days to get out to you. PayPal takes a, uh, usually about 24 hours if the money's there. So, uh, yeah, March 11, Wednesday, Trump suspends all U.S. travel from European countries starting like Friday night. So I had some players just outright go, well, not risking it. I don't want to get stuck and canceling, which is totally fine. Um, but that's when things are starting to get real. And, you know, just seeing old staff, Ryan, Jabali gave me an opportunity to be a part of events for six years now. CEO and CEO Taco has been a big part of my life. I always support Jabali and CEO. So this stuff is just powering me through. Um, Wednesday night, I'm trying to get some sleep. Uh, and this, uh, this tweet is very true. March 11th, I got to try and get some sleep for the first time and probably ever. I had to set up an auto reply to my CEO email for this weekend with all the emails coming in. Once Donald Trump made a speech about travel shutting down, I always answer stuff at the right, but this is too much. 
11 years of what I've been doing, working for multiple companies, I've never set up an auto reply like, I'm working an event this week and we'll respond to you shortly. I just answer stuff wherever I am, uh, nonstop. The emails, the cancellations, the f- people begging me to cancel, the people going, is this still going on? The donations, like I could still see them, but I wanted them to know what was going on and understand my situation. And I, I linked to my donation tweet and, you know, any refund request will be handled next week, which they were once I got home. But I've never had to set that kind of thing up because my email was so overwhelmed with, I think I had like 3000 emails by the end of the weekend. Um, uh, you know, that's more than people that are there, but that was including like the donations and refund requests and people asking. So it's blowing up and I usually answer all my own emails. So, cause I just, I have a special spin on stuff, I guess you could say with my personality, uh, that I always want to be that guy they talk to. So, you know, this is where Rick and I are, are, are struggling with Puna to get the, the schedule up and see what's going on and make sure everything's good to go. So that's up Wednesday for people, pools and stuff. Um, you know, and then still Wednesday. Well, no sleep tonight. Few players are backing out. This is probably like 11 p.m. And I had to be like, Tong, we got to fix this and, you know, staying up and stuff. And just t- want people to let us know by Thursday at noon. If you are not coming, you got to tell us so we can, you know, seating's the last of my concerns, but we're going to take off players so it's not more of a pain in the ass. Um, you know, so then seeing tweets, people just saying, Seals had such a big impact on me. This is awesome. Uh, you know, first donation on Thursday, March 12th was for $69 and 69 cents. Um, and this is me literally in the venue, like just getting ready for it. And then I have Brawlhalla there, which this was their first offline LAN event with like $30,000 in prize money Thursday night. Like we're going to support you. We're going to be here. And then once Trump made that worldwide speech about everything, you know, kind of shutting down and travel from, uh, overseas, they pulled the plug on on Brawlhalla, like we can't do it. You know, we we want to let people know before they start traveling down. So so that was a really big hit. Fortunately, Brawlhalla and I have worked together for a couple of years, so they are helping me out with all their player uh, refunds and stuff. So um, they've been a huge help. You know, they understood that I I just I couldn't cancel the whole event uh, over one game. I had to just stick through it because again, people are already on their way. And you know, if I had canceled, people are still going to hang out in the area and still risk themselves of catching this, and, you know, and whatnot. Um, so, but I let people know if you don't want to come or anything, d- please let us know. No problem at all. Um, but you know, this is Thursday night, Wednesday, uh, you know, and I, I put out a tweet understanding that, and then I'm just like, screw fear. And then I'm in the ballroom at like 1130 posting a picture. Like this might be the last CEO. Like I couldn't sleep and I'm just in there. I want to click the time. I think this is actually like two in the morning. I couldn't sleep and I'm just walking the ballrooms like, Jesus, this is really happening right now. Uh, and just wondering if this is the last event because I'm like every morning I'm waiting for the city or be like, shut down the event now. And none of that happened until Sunday, Monday after the event was already done and people were already there. So I'm still in that position of like, what's going to happen the next morning? I don't want to wake up and there's like 20 guys in hazmat suits, like testing the area. Um, so all these thoughts are going through my mind. Um, you know, and making sure all the staff's ready. And I'm at, I'm telling my staff, guys, if you don't want to come in, we'll not hold it against you. I'll just, you know, take over more work and and, and be there. But um, they all wanted to be a part of it and, and still help out, which, you know, was the biggest thing. Uh, you know, a lot of commentators actually backed out. So uh, shout out to Broza. I know he's going to appreciate this if he's listening, but he's like, give me every, give me everybody's hours. So he stepped up and, and commentated, I think like five out of the eight game top eights. So 
So it gave us a chance to give other people opportunities because I totally understand commentators that didn't want to come out anymore. Um, so we lost some big names, you know, for the finals and stuff. But at that point, I didn't care about viewership. I just wanted the event to be a success for the people there and have a good time. Um, so this is all like Thursday, you know, and saying how much I appreciate everyone for their kind words and stuff. Uh, and, you know, this is Thursday. I'm like, again, I sp- every day I speak to the hotel in the city of Orlando. No plans to cancel this week unless they offer me no choice of liability, you know. So players are coming. Please bear with us as we get the brackets, you know, done. So and then I had Magister, an artist, put up a sale saying, hey, um, if you buy anything from there, she'll uh, she'll match it, which they did, which is awesome. So. Um, you know, Artist Alley, most of them still came, only like two out of the 15 dropped out, and they had one of the best weekends they've ever had because people want to support them and stuff. So um then I have to wake up, you know, or, or see Thursday, all the Brawl Hall players calling the hotel to cancel their reservations, and the hotel is like telling people, like, yeah, the whole event's canceled, and just I'm dealing with all these things happening at once, and I'm trying to pay attention. Like, you'll never find me in an event, just like disappear if there's problems. I'm always right there running around and stuff. Um, you know, I haven't even gotten to the start of this damn event. So if you're still listening, thank you. But just this is everything going on through my head. And I'm just thinking of the future. I'm thinking about other people's events canceling, what it means for the FGC, uh, stuff like that. Uh, you know, and Chris G even uh, going, you know, uh, without CO 2011, I would not be where he is today. Changed his life, which is awesome. Uh, just got the trophies in uh, for all the different games and stuff. Uh, you know, getting tweets of just like, this is how much CO means. So all the stuff I was probably retweeting or talking about, but this is where things really kind of open people's minds. March 12th. Uh, again, don't know the time, don't remember it, but I tweet, and this had 5,000 likes on Twitter, transparent mention, I cannot cancel this event unless the city or hotel asks me to enacting force majeure, I spelled it wrong, Google it, everything in Orlando is still open for business, no confirmed cases, Disney is open. At the time, had no idea Disney was about to close because they announced it the next morning. Uh, but if I cancel by choice, instant bankruptcy, you know, please understand my situation. So that really got people talking and uh, has like 80 replies of just like, no, we get it, you know, understand. Obviously, still people don't, but um, yeah. And then just as a TO of an event next week, we're in the same situation. Unless decreed, canceling the event means refunds, which means all the money put towards the event comes out of our pockets. Please understand. So, um, you know, Gaming Gen, they're there uh, Thursday. We're setting up. My staff is there still working on the brackets. Um, merchandise came in. It actually sold decently well during the event. Um, you know, and then Michigan Masters run by Mia Martin, who's helped out with a few CEO events. Just seeing them have to cancel an event that's just been growing in size over in Michigan. Just heart-wrenching, man, just to understand what this is going through. And obviously, they don't have – they're not a, as big scale, but each event means more than the world to a lot of us TOs and stuff. Just to see that to happen to them, just as like, Jesus, this is going to start really affecting a lot of us. Um, but obviously, I'm still at Dreamland, still dealing with everything. Uh, you know, but never been to a CEO, but I've been to Jub- and a Jubilee event, and probably a DreamHag, and this man deserves it. Donation well spent. Um, and then that's where the, t- uh, the hashtag Jubailout came out, so that was pretty cool. Um, and then <laughs> one guy beat you in bracket at Evo nerd. Best of luck. You're a king. $5 donation. So, and just, yeah, I'm tweeting stuff. Just let people know the positivity that's still kind of keeping me afloat. Even zero, one of the biggest smash uh, names of all time, uh, tweeting out. So this is where things are starting to kind of positively blow up and people understanding the situation I'm in and, um, going great. So this is still all Thursday, uh, finished up seating and all that. Um, we didn't do any more removals like Friday, um, so it's just really nice of people to step up and stuff. So if you're attending, you know, Dreamland, I'm posting out, please support all the guys. The Skull Girls community tour, they donated 106 bucks. Um, you know, just so I'm getting all this stuff. And then Thursday afternoon, registration's open. 
people picking up their badges and stuff and everyone just, you know, being very careful. We left all the lanyards in the bags for people to just take them out themselves and stuff. Uh, made sure all the staff had gloves on and were, were always washing their hands. Um, so it was just, uh, you know, the event's ready to go. People are checking in, people are showing up. I'm like, you guys know what's going on, right? Like, yes, of course, but we don't want to miss this for the world. And, you know, little things like that. So everyone was very cautious. The elbow bumps were born on stream. Like everyone just elbow bumping and stuff. Nobody really, uh, you know, shaking hands, a lot of foot dabs and, and stuff. But, uh, you know, so I'm putting out the tweet, like I almost had a breakdown, which was true. I can't, all my staff like, no, keep it together, Jabali. Um, so they were super helpful in it. And, you know, I had to step up. I had to just deal with it and be positive and be like, guys, I'm in control of this situation as best as I can be. So if you guys need something, I'm here to help. You're here to help me get through it. And we did. Um, but you know, Thursday night, people are checking in. We've lost at this point, probably 600 attendees that were registered, um, and, and giving refunds. And so that's a lot that adds up. And I actually, before COVID-19 was even a word, I had lowered my Dreamland pricing from 65 to like 55 just to get more locals to come out. And it was working. You know, people were, were registering and, and coming out for this three-day, 24-hour event. Um, and then Thursday night, I, I posted, I had a 7.30 a.m. meeting with the hotel. Like, hey, I want to meet with you guys in case of an emergency. What, what are we going to do? Uh, and that went well and nothing was being forced to shut down. And, you know, a lot of people might think like the hotel is keeping you hostage. Really wasn't the case. Like they, they were understanding. They're like, we're going to work with you on the attrition so we don't have to go through legal, through all of it, you know. So they ended up helping out in a huge way. It just I have to make up for it at future events, which I'm confident we will fill up hotel rooms anyways. I mean, the, my biggest story now is CO2020. The hotel's already sold out. So that sold out like a month ago. And this is like over 500 hotel rooms for a couple nights each. And so, I, you know, they know I've been there for 10 years. So my repeat business has always been, uh, you know, uh, they've been grateful of and they've been super awesome with me. And they know uh, how much the event means to uh, the local, you know, economy and stuff. So, yeah. So Friday morning starts. Tong's got all the brackets ready. Like, I don't even have to think about those anymore. Uh, you know, and, uh, that's when people start talking about the future of every events and people are putting together donation drives for multiple events and like who's affected the next couple months. And a lot of us are like, this is going to blow over in two weeks. We'll be fine, you know, and, and get back on our feet. This is not going to blow over in two weeks. Uh, this might take a couple months, like by May 1st, I'm gonna have to make a decision if we cancel CEO or not. Uh, you know, so Still a lot of pressure. Like, I personally am not out of the woods yet. I'm just wondering what's going on. A lot of pro tours are delaying their starts now. Uh, you know, and CO has been one of the biggest pro tour stopped events and support events from developers. So been just figuring out what to do. And I might even postpone if that becomes a, a um, an easy option for me financially and people are okay with it and stuff. And obviously, if I have to give out refunds to everybody for CO 2020, I will. And that's going to cause a really big hit. But it's one of those where I'm just remaining positive that if worse comes to worse and all that happens, then I just rebuild from scratch again next year. Uh, you know, but the community will be there. So I don't have to completely rebuild it. But uh, that's where I tweeted out, you know, Friday Brawlhalla was super helpful and stuff. This is still Thursday night, my God. And uh, and I'm like, for what it's worth, this whole situation is truly less about the money, more about disappointing the community. Please know I care about every attendee. And if I felt an immediate danger myself, I wouldn't be pushing for it. I am 37. I'm not old or anything. It's most people around this industry, I'm old, but... Uh, you know, I have personally felt it in my heart that things were going to be okay in Orlando still. And they were, uh, but I was like, you know, I'm going to be out there. I'm not going to be like, yeah, I run the event guys. I'm in my hotel room, staying away from people. I was talking to everybody. I was making sure people were, you know, dabbing and, and not, uh, coming into close contact and stuff, but I was there. And if I'm risking my life, you know, then, 
people kind of latched on to it. Like, hey, he's out here. This is going to be okay, you know? So I had to kind of instill a little bit of confidence in people, uh, you know, and just, yeah, you know, all my staff was ready to go. We were ready to run the brackets. Um, still getting a lot of tweets. One guy wanted a refund for Brawlhalla, and he's like, you know what? Jabali's event last year with Brawlhalla made this made me who I am today. So just all these things. I had uh, a full schedule couple. Um, they used to handle my catering. The wife, uh, Christine, handled catering for him. One year I just tipped her. I'm like, you did a great job. And she basically gave me all that tip back, which was just like amazing. I was like, she's like, you need this more than we do right now. So, and then obviously Tong and all of them spent literally hundreds of hours of planning and seating to do. So they're drinking, they're trying to survive this. Um, I'm trying to keep everybody together, you know. So Friday morning, I'm already up at like 6 a.m. I want to get in a quick workout, just be ready for the day. So I'm up at six. I'm just sitting there thinking. I'm, I'm reading internet. I'm seeing my emails blow up, and some asshole or somebody literally left the door handle where you can get breakfast. They'll pick it up like midnight before, and had like two big sixty dollar breakfast in total waiting for me. And so I'm getting this loud knock at seven. I'm like, who's knocking? I'm thinking like this is the police or something shutting the event down. It's like room service. Like who the, f-? you know? And I'm thinking, did Tong accidentally leave it on my door? He's like, no, it wasn't me. So I still don't know who put that on my door for the breakfast that I had to pay for, but thank you. I had that delicious breakfast. So, um, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, Hanzo Gonzo, 10 guys are starting to put together, uh, spread the word of all the people affected by this. So that was a huge help. Um, and then this is where I showed people what attrition is and how I was $68,666. And I'm joking to myself, like, man, if it was only $1,000 more, it could be $69,000. Um, but this is a situation that a lot of people are falling into. And WrestleCon, huge event, uh, same weekend, uh, indie event most mostly, same weekend as WrestleMania's every year. They were stuck with their hotel not wanting to cancel. And then the hotel did the right thing and goes, you're not liable because WrestleMania is now canceled. So that became a huge thing. Um, you know, production's ready to go. I'm checking in everybody. This is Friday the 13th. How appropriate starting out. Um, and it's just like, what is going to happen this weekend? Make sure it survives. Uh, you know, and I'm driving, I had to go pick some more stuff up and essentials from my house after this meeting where the hotel's like, everything's fine. And people are just smiling, happy. The event wasn't canceled and, and grateful. And my God, I'm still so many tweets. So, you know, it's just crazy seeing this event still kick off, still getting emails, uh, you know, situations of, uh, I'll get to, I might have to uh, pause this for a minute and come back, uh, and add a second part, but just, just craziness, uh, ensuing online mostly and, and people calling the hotel is it canceled why is this still happening and mostly concerned parents rightfully so but nobody's understanding the situation that my team is in or what we're in and we're just doing the best that we can um, but tournament from a tournament perspective it's a flawless weekend no delays everyone was on top of things streams were great everyone's having fun i was surprised everybody being stuck at home that our viewership wasn't more we only hit like 20k on sunday for smash ultimate finals i'm like what the last big event had like a hundred thousand so i'm just like what's going on where is everybody but in the end i'm just happy the event went off without a hitch um you know uh thursday night uh i, didn't, I found out my usual social media guy couldn't work that weekend anymore um uh, because of all the craziness going on and we hired uh dea who used to live in florida and she killed it i was so impressed gave her access to the ceo gaming account she just handled it like a champion and it was like well you have a job at any ceo for with me from now on uh you know and then just i'm starting to get positive tweets so i'm getting hit from positive negative side you know, uh, all kinds of different ways and just seeing tweets of like to have a little bit of normalcy watching dreamland is quite the blessing. Thank you for everyone who didn't pull out and keeping things going. And again, if this event was a week later or even a day later would have had to be canceled. 
Um, but because we were there, we were in the thick of it. Like this is the last possibly decent sized event. And we still had about like 900, 800, 900 people show up. Uh, this is like, you know, the last event a lot of people might have for a little while. Cause now even locals are, are, are stopping and stuff. So it's just crazy everything going on. Um, uh, you know, I was up to like nine people donating sixty nine sixty nine. Um, you know, and then our financial department has allocated an emergency hundred dollars towards the jail out in an effort to stimulate the grassroots, you know, so even my sponsors are like supporting like, hey, good luck this weekend. Uh, you know, so the event's going on. I'm making sure all the staff has what they need. I handled catering over the weekend. So I, had to, I, I always made sure my hands were washed. I was taking care of everything and uh, getting the staff fed. So we had catering two times a day all weekend uh, that I either went and picked up or got delivered like two of the times. Um, and so while everything was fine, Tong had all the stuff that I used to be kind of in charge of until I started delegating more and having no choice but to delegate. Uh, and this is me just handling everybody and making sure everybody is happy and, uh, staff is taking care of all that, checking in on people. So I'm all over the place, um, while Tong is handling the admin area with his guys. Um, so God bless them because our team just gets better and better every single time. So, um, this, you know, a couple nice donations you could read about that I posted. Uh, and then they did a, a Florida versus the world. And I'm like, hey, if Florida loses, let me be the final boss. So I bust out my Terry. And I'm actually decent at the game. I don't play enough tournaments to get as good as I, I, I think I have the potential for. But I'm taking off four stocks. And everyone's like, he took off more stocks than Sam Sor, who ended up winning it. But I'm just blowing people's minds with my Terry, just killing people with supers and stuff. So that was a little bit of fun for me for that 10 minutes. Uh, and seeing the players happy that I was playing and stuff really made that moment even more special. But so this is Friday night. Nothing's being shut down, not being forced to shut down. My staff, everything's running like normal. People are, yes, obviously nervous, but I'm seeing parents there like, no, uh, we know the, the, the precautions we need to take. My son didn't want to miss this for the world. And we took him out, you know, we brought him out and he had, some people had such a great time, uh, you know, going to my hotel every night, people were in the pool and the hot tub and everyone's actually keeping their distance, you know, not coughing, sneezing. And I got a couple messages like, Hey, can I get a refund? I have like, I feel like I have a cold coming on. I don't want anybody sick. So a lot of awesome people that, you know, stayed out of the way and stuff. So, uh, let's see. Then just going through, you know, uh, man, seeing Jabela being a thing hurts is literally the only big FGC event I was able to go to because of his wrestling crossover. Jabela is even able to sneak up to me, uh, in my chair with my snacks and shit in his scooter. It's like things, things like that, which are memorable. Don't exactly remember what happened, but I always like messing with people as I'm walking around. Uh, and then Mario Party's going to like 1 a.m. because that takes forever, uh, you know. And yeah, so the the events happening, uh, you know, and just understanding and people still understand like the pressure I'm going through and, and people are more supportive than negative, but the hotel is getting calls, right? And the hotel starting to get calls like, why isn't, uh, you know, this event being canceled. These are like prank calls practically. Like, uh, you know, the, the organizer should be hurt. I had an email that I had to share with the police of like, you know, uh, you should be killed or shot because you're, you're putting all these lives in danger. And you're going to spread the virus. And so I'm getting all this stuff and I'm just mentally kind of brushing it off in a way that, taking it seriously enough, but I'm like, if somebody's going to come after me, good luck getting through my six foot two, 260 pound frame. That's been working out every day for the last six months. But I'm just like, not, not physically worried. I'm mentally worried the the effect this will have on other people. So I'm just powering through Saturday is the big singles day. Everything goes off without a hitch. All the vendors are doing great. They're super happy to still be there. Cause again, you know, there was so much pressure of making sure everybody is successful at the event that I just, if I had canceled that, it would have been miserable. Uh, a lot of people would have lost faith in attending future events. Although in this situation, everyone understands uh, that a lot of events might have to start canceling the rest of the year. So 
just craziness all around. Um, you know, and then people are starting to paint pictures of me, fan art and stuff. Like, you know, this, look what this guy's going through. Um, you know, you know, people tell me how pools ran so smooth and we still had like 200 melee players. We still had like 450 ultimate players. So it wasn't like a bust, like people still showed up. So I'm like, you know, I would have kept running it if 10 people showed up. Right. Uh, and everyone didn't, and I would have understood, but because the people that were there wanted to come and have a good time, we made sure we did our best and I could have been more proud of everybody that did their best and made sure this ran without a hitch. So March 14th, you know, Saturday, uh, this is where a tweet blows up. Somebody that knowingly has COVID-19 and tested positive flew to Florida, and he is a Floridian to infect other people. And this is basically a Facebook post where somebody sees it and then whistle blows, and then it gets my attention. So I literally do my due diligence and like, I literally call hotel, uh, the, the banquet manager, like, hey, we might have a situation. Uh, we start digging in, looking at the tweets, and I find out one of the guys isn't even there. And uh, in Colorado, doing a prank, which is forever banned from my events, uh, if ever tries to register and whatnot. But uh, and then just the original uh, person, Soul, who's a, a Smash player. I'm like, this is either just to get everyone's attention, but it's also causing a ruckus. And so I'm like doing the research and just everything about the messages on the Facebook doesn't make sense. Like, why does a Floridian that's in Central Florida have to fly to Central Florida for an event? So all these little things just didn't add up. And I just did the research and, and found out like, yeah, there's people trying to be funny and joke about it and be edgelords as us kids call it these days. Um, so that was never the case. Now, could somebody have maybe had some, of course, right? Um, uh, people always get sick of these events from colds and stuff and you don't really feel it until like two, three days later. Um, but I've been checking in on everybody and everyone still seems relatively fine, which is awesome. And so, um, uh, but this thing's going on and as if I don't have enough and people are like, Jesus, everyone's panicking and, you know, but Jubilee is clearing this up. Like I made the tweet that you want to know how serious I took it. And the moment I saw the tweets and heard, I was literally eating Popeye's in the office and I threw it down. I go, and I'm like, I never stop eating Popeye's mid I'm running around the venue, like trying to go, all right, who said this? Who knows what, you know, um, luckily it's just a hoax and so everybody was at relief, but it kind of, I had to, you know, shut it down before it blew up. And everyone's like, what the hell's going on at this event? And then the news comes and all that stuff. And, and people in hazmat suits, like checking us. But, um, yeah, Puna, I remember when I put the Popeye's down, he's right outside the, the office door. I literally like face checked him with my hand. I'm like, go wash your face. And like just running to go figure things out. Um, but you know, this is my first CEO event. I'm having so much damn fun cheering on my friends and meeting people with similar interests. It's the best. Thanks so much for putting on a great event. Um, CEO dreamland third time's a charm. You know, I'm joking. Like if I ever do this again, but you know, so everything's, everyone's having fun, man. Everyone's having a good time and just pushing through and people are at the pools every night. And one guy's like, you throw me in the pool. So tweet of me picking him up and throw him in the pool. Uh, and, and so just, that's where just you see pictures of me having a good time, uh, you know, taking care of the staff and just taking it minute by minute, literally. And hotel staff was there every step of the way checking on me. Are you okay? Uh, making sure soap and sanitizer. And every time I went to the bathroom, like I've never seen a lot more, a bigger line for people to wash their hands than the actual stalls themselves, which is just such a crazy feeling, right? Um, so this opens up a lot of eyes, uh, you know, and, you know, most of this I've talked about basically every step of the way of what happened and how I've dealt with this. Um, I got five more minutes, more minutes before this cuts off and I might just do like a 10 minute recap of everything. Um, but you know, 
uh, just people having a good time and it just uh, just for that one weekend it was just such a good time and then hungry box winning melee uh because uh, yeah you know everyone was gone uh that you know all the major players didn't want to come and uh just him dedicating the win and just letting people know how hard this was for me and support the donation and stuff so um but just seeing so many people have fun uh you know and i'm just like worry about the money later and then finding tong asleep because he says he never sleeps um but um yeah sam sora winning and donating a portion of his winnings and players donating so sunday night we're done you know everything's good to go i'm just like thank you god please nobody gets sick you know and just going we survived that event i'm gonna you know i had to take the next day and sleep like a good 10 hours in the middle of the afternoon uh and then hit the ground running tuesday with refunds where tong had to help me i like made a google doc where i pulled all the refunds i I put everything on the doc then i had to have him go into smash gg to get the transaction links that way when i came back to it after cross-checking people with badge pickup um just easy click and then click refund, write a little message, send. Um, you know, so that was my Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, nonstop. We made sure all staff was paid out. Um, you know, and just just how much went involved in this event. Uh, you know, and from, from a smaller scale, it's still a big event with about a thousand people in total. Uh, you know, and probably the last one of that size to happen for a while. Um, so I got super lucky, you know, luck of God on my side with the timing. Uh, I mean, if the city shut it down and I was not liable on like Tuesday, Wednesday, the week before, I would have been okay with it. Would have had, you know, just handled refunds and lost a couple thousand bucks. Uh, probably lost about 30 grand and all the stuff I ordered, you know, for the event, but it would have been less damaging, um, to run the event and continue forward. And I, I got very lucky. So I can't, you know, I, I thank my lucky stars for that. Now I, I don't take anything for granted, obviously, and just shit just keeps happening to me at these events that I wish, you know, one day I'm going to write a book about. Um, so Monday, you know, we wake up, I take some staff out to lunch and stuff. Everything's just a ghost town already. Things are getting crazy. Still seeing tourists walk around and stuff. Um, but um, yeah, so I'm going to, this will be a longer uh, portion. Uh, I'm going to do two parts of this podcast. So thank you for listening to this one. Uh, just kind of run through and then I'm going to record a second one. Uh, and that I'll try to make 15 minutes or less just to let people know everything that was involved putting this together event financially. Um, so definitely check out the next episode. Thank you guys so much for listening again, just twitter.com slash Jabaley. This podcast, share it with your friends or any other TOs. Um, but just take care of yourselves in these times. And, you know, I, I see it for me personally on the positive, I get a nice little reset break between events, uh, figuring out, you know, my fate of CO 2020, what's next. Um, but this is the time to just kind of focus on yourself and get things in order and not be, you know, uh, sad or, you know, angry at the world, but just take care of the people around you and and yourself and, you know, build a little home gym, eat healthier at home, um, save some money by not going out, you know, um, because when we do come out of this, things will pick up right where they left off. Uh, and hopefully people can get back to work and, and have their jobs waiting for them and stuff. So thanks for tuning in. And if you did come to dreamland, love you so much. Thank you. If you didn't come to dreamland, but you watched from home or you donated also love you just as much. If you didn't come to dreamland, uh, because of everything, I will never hold that against you. And I hope to see you at future events. So thank you guys for listening.